attention, parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny. And joining me as always in his studio, hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? How you doing, buddy? Thanks for not killing yourself. Too much. Out of the gate. Dude, I am still recovering from this weekend. So Dick went on and did the Dick show last night. Really? 11 o'clock our time. He went on and did two hours, and I'm, I don't know how the fuck he did that. How was it? Good episode? Yeah, it's great. I don't know. You know who was on there was Lorenzo Ariola. <laughs> he had the funky Eskimo on. Telling, well, telling tales about uh, sucking on his cousin's toes and stuff, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing for another time, Vinny. I don't I have talk time about, for that. I, I want to talk about Philadelphia. I want to talk about our big weekend, our big live show in Philly. And how I'm still recovering from it because I'm I'm getting old. I'm an old man now. Carl, you drank a lot. I did. And I got to tell you something. I've been around you for years. Yeah. And I've seen you drink. Uh-huh. Like, every time I've seen you, you're drinking. Yeah, sure. So, the other night, Saturday night after the show, uh-huh. and I was talking to you, and you were just way more glassy-eyed than I've ever seen you. Uh-huh. And I was like, Carl, are, do you understand what I'm saying? You're like, Vinny, I'm fucking hammered. And you've never That's said not true. You said I'm this did not drunk. happen. However, you said it was. Uh, I have never seen you that drunk. Interesting. Before interesting. It was Saturday night. I have never seen you that drunk. Interesting. It was awful. <laughs> it was. Were you, were you upset for yeah. me? Yeah. Were you scared? Yeah. And I don't even want to talk about Philadelphia. I want to talk about what just happened before the show oh, started. Jesus. So uh, we're at my house in, in my studio today, which normally we're at the comedy club in Vinny's studio. But uh, he got a new computer. He's got a new setup and stuff. So I got all my stuff set up here. Vinny came over, parked in the driveway. That was a mistake. Yeah. Want to tell people what happened? You Go ahead, Vinny. It's your story to tell, buddy. It's your story to tell on this All one. right. So listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Jenny Jingles, the lovely Jenny Jingles. Came down here and informed me that she backed into my car. Yep. And uh, now we're live. <laughs> so Vinny has not gone out to look at the damage yet because he's like, you know what? What are the I'll odds that my car is out? Is she, she says it's a dead. There's probably a tire missing would be my guess. You're going to yeah. come out there. It's just going to be one tire ripped off of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Two doors missing. I will say this about Jenny Jingles. I don't ride with her. I don't let her drive me around. Cause, but she does drive very slowly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's not someone who's like re- going in reverse real fast and smashing into stuff. Uh-huh. But she also is probably slow to hit the brakes. Too. So she probably was like one of those like as it's going into your door. 
Whatever. Guys, it's Super Chat Monday. I want to remind everyone. Yeah, great. Super one Chat my, Monday. One of my favorite holidays. Help the whole Jenny year. pay the deductible. Give us your Super Chats. Yes, correct. We, we really could use that for our insurance premiums that are going up. Can I also tell everybody about what we're going to do at the end of today's special episode, Carl? What are we going to do at the end of the special episode today? We are going to talk about my consequence that I completed. Yes. yes. I'm excited about that because I don't know anything about it. Let's. I'll just say this real quick. Um, so we did the show in Philly Saturday night. It was fantastic. We had a great time. I fucking, for some reason, was tasked with running the show, and I didn't fuck it up. That was one of the things Dick was talking about. It's, it's pretty funny. He did say that you were going to ruin everything. Well, no. On, on his show, when he came back, he was talking to Sean about the, the live show, and they were making fun of me for being too professional. He's like, Carl's got TV monitors and screens and buttons everywhere. And he's, he's like, I was getting distracted just watching him as he's running the show over there. And, and I, I guess that's, if that's going to be the knock on me. That I'm too that you're too up. prepared. I'm too prepared to do yeah. the show. Well, I know nobody's ever accused you of uh, over promoting. <laughs> so maybe they could, you know, <laughs> accuse you of being overly prepared. I, I see. I see what your problem is. You know what? I do want to say something as uh, to creep off nation. Um, <laughs> Carl did rock a creep off shirt for the live show. I so did. Bravo, Carl. Thank you. And also, yay, super chats. Thank you to Kinky Loco for two bucks for Vinny's Dent Removal Fund. It's going to take more than two, but well, I appreciate the start. Yeah. We got to get started somewhere. Thank yeah, you. I mean, can we get uh, can we get a removal for like the hail damage that looks like the marks that are all over my body? Can we get those fixed, dude? Why? What happened to you? Oh no, I was just making a joke about cellulite that didn't. Oh, well. I get it now. But there was a torrential downpour on Saturday night in Philly, so I wasn't sure if maybe. You got hit with something. Yeah. Right yeah, now, I'm hit you. with the whole case of what the fuck is happening. <laughs> okay. So, Carl. Yes. I did my consequence. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Should we bring Jessica on soon? I'm going to do that right now. Okay. I was just about to. Uh, I want to bring on our results girl to let everyone know the results of last week's show where we talked about the biggest creep in Philadelphia. Bring on our results, girl. The lovely Hello. Jessica, who was that there at the show with us on yes. uh, Saturday night. Jessica's very tall. I didn't remember yeah. that. I met you before, but I forgot how tall you are. I was sitting in a chair when you met me. That's true. That's a good point. for Tony. That's a good point. That's probably time. why I didn't And they had that, that chair was actually in a two-foot hole. <laughs> yeah, still. right. Yeah. So, seriously. Um, yeah. Is it, uh, this isn't a rude question, I assume. How tall are you, Jessica? Uh, five foot nine, five foot ten. Okay. In the middle. Five, nine you must be wearing heels on because you were like as tall as me, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were like this big. Uh-huh. 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 I get it from my dad. Interesting. He's six foot six. Interesting. Your dad's six foot six. Yeah. Huh. He played basketball in college and high school. So now now when you were at the show, did you meet Hannah? I didn't I don't think I introduced you to, but did you meet her? I don't know if I did. I wonder if there's a rivalry. What shirt was she wearing? Is there a <laughs> what shirt was she wearing? Oh. I wonder if there's a rivalry between WATP Review Girls and Creep Off Result Girls. That's what I was wondering. Oh, like she was the review girl. She yeah. did great. She did do great. Yeah, she came up and, yeah. and read some stuff. Yeah, I don't believe there should be a rivalry because I don't they're, think they're so. two different two no. different positions. I was just curious though. I thought that might be kind of a fun thing if those yeah. two were like. Do you two want to fight it out with pillows? Yeah, just curious. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No. How. Okay. okay. All right. Because I'd lose. All right. Fair That's enough. Right. I'm just so, gonna call it there. Fair enough. Jess, what did you think of the live show? How did you think it went? I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Everybody there was so nice. 
people said good job on the creep off and i'm like thank you oh nice so, made me very happy i should mention this the live show is out so it's on the watp main feed and um dick did like it well we had stand up you did stand up I did. Vito, manny everyone did a, it was like 25 minutes and then dick came out and did his dick show thing uh we had a powerpoint presentation yeah, that was made great. fun of me a lot uh, so he did that, and then um, so an hour into the show is when we started. Who are these podcasts? And that's where I started the um, actual episode that we put out. Yeah, your in, version of Uncle Rico. I remember in that in that episode, we did a crossover. Vinny had an idea while we were at the Airbnb to do a creep off biggest problem crossover. We had the the biggest creep in the universe with Nick Ricada. And uh, the whole gang from Big Old Vito yep. and Dick Masterson. So and, that's in uh, the episode if you want to check it out, uh, the WATP feed. Yeah. That's in there. Absolutely. Check it out. It's going to be, uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I was going to, yeah. That just, was my appearance on the show. Jessica, um, who were you most excited to meet for the first time in person? Obviously, not being we've met before, but. I mean, Vinny was one of them. He was like, he just came over and was like, what's up? <laughs> City of Brotherly Love shirt or jacket. Yep, yep. Very Vinny was, fitting. Vinny was rocking his Philly stuff. Yeah, you should see how dirty that jacket is now. It was white, <laughs> and now it's a, now it's like a Padres tan. That's probably got from Philly. Yeah, yeah. They, they call it the City of Brotherly Love. Have you seen people in Philly? They're no. <laughs> Can I tell you, Jessica? And I'm not even making this up. I'm not exaggerating to be funny or anything like that. Every fucking stranger. Without me asking, told me where to get a good cheesesteak. Every single fucking one. The guy who dropped off our posters, our next door neighbors at the Airbnb. Like, I'm just standing around. Not even, I don't even care about their, <laughs> your shitty cheesesteaks with cheese was on them. You know, I picked up on this and I tortured, absolutely tortured my friend John yesterday in Ubers. Yeah. Because he was taking me around and he lives down there. Yeah. And I would say to the Uber driver the same thing every time we got to do an Uber. I would go, <laughs> hey, this is my friend John. He lives down here. I'm a tourist. And he says the best place to get a cheesesteak is Pat's. And I start it like that. Yep. And I watch my friend go, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And then the driver would be like, what? Did he? he said Pats? This guy said Pats? He's out of his mind? You think Pats? And I just sit there and smile and giggle. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, So, so we have so the garbage Carl. plate here in Rochester. If anyone asks me where to get a garbage plate, I'm like, don't. Don't. Don't get a garbage plate. So, Carl, I happened to meet your parents, who were yes. very lovely. They are very sweet. Yeah. I, first thing I asked word. them was like, hey, did you guys get a cheesesteak while you were down oh, here? See, that's you and are then from I, I, suggest, I suggested gym steaks. That's that's a great place. I to did go. hear that suggestion. I got gyms. I got Gino's. We got Angelo's. I heard that gym yeah, is burnt let's... down. Yeah, I think it did. That's what I don't know what happened. I haven't been there in a while. I'm guessing that's the gym steaks. You get to get a cheesesteak and then walk down the street where you might see some bullet holes in the window. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> every fucking asshole. We were standing in front of the Airbnb. We were gonna go yeah. to, I guess, one. What was it, Gino's or some? Yeah, I think shit. so. Yeah, we were standing there. We don't know. And uh, some guy comes out of like the neighbors, like you assholes think you're going to Gino's? Yeah. What is you stupid or something? Well, I mean, we are stupid because it was Saturday at noon, and the guy's like, "You got to go to the most popular place in town." So we're like, "Okay." And I, you and I bailed on it. You, me, and Jenny Jingles, we I were, found we were pizza. in line to order food for twenty minutes. Just to be told that, no, this is the line to pick up your food. You have to go order over here and then go back in line. So I immediately was just like, I'm out. I I don't give a fuck. And then um, Vinny and and me and Jenny Jingle start walking down the street. Vinny sees a slice of pie, pizza pie, and is like, oh, I'm I'm getting that. Like, okay, bye. So we lost it. No line. Fuck all of you. (laughs) So, and then. You know what I did? I walked back to 
those guys who are still waiting in line with my pizza and ate it in front of them. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I did that. It's a true so, story. And oh, then Vito I, was like, I got to go get some of that. Where did you get that? And then he went and bought like three slices. Of course he did. Well, then Tab bought uh, just a turkey sub. He waited two hours for a fucking turkey sub for some reason. He was eating it back at the Airbnb with us. And he's like, this isn't even that great. I'm like, well, what did you think it was going to be? It's a fucking turkey sub. What do you think? It's some kind of special magical turkey that they have here in Philadelphia? No. It's just a sub. They're called hoagies. It's a submarine sandwich is oh. what it is. Mm. Yeah, well, Philly calls it hoagies. Well, anyway, just to complete my thought yeah, though, well, real quick. Well, <laughs> Philly needs a fucking bath, okay? Don't tell me do. what they yeah, call no, things. I, I'm not going to disagree with you there. God damn. Can we just finish this real quick? It's not even that interesting now. But the point is, is that Jenny Jingles and I ended up in Little Italy. Beautiful place. Uh, she bought a shirt from a street vendor. We were having fun. We went to a Mexican restaurant. We had uh, we sat at the bar, had some drinks, had some lunch. Took a, a lift back to the Airbnb and beat everyone back by 20 minutes. They all finally get back with their sandwiches. Like, I'm like, holy shit, we ate like an hour ago. What are you guys doing? I had pizza and there was a Mr. Softy truck. Oh. So I showed up with pizza and then they were still in line. I came back with ice cream. <laughs> And now that I'm thinking this through, (laughs) I really did troll that line. (laughs) That's hilarious. So anyway, I guess the point is, whatever place has the best cheesesteaks, it's not fucking worth waiting for on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Go anywhere. Just they have them fucking everywhere. Just go to any of them. It's chopped meat. Especially the one with the cheese whiz. Um, Jessica, you want some whiz? (laughs) What was I didn't I've not looked at our subreddit at all. I don't I don't know what's going on. Are you going to tell us what happened in our our last uh, episode? Where the fuck is Tucker yes. Dixon with these recaps? Tucker, come on, buddy. I got to reach out to him anyway. <laughs> so the results are yes for creepiest Philadelphian. Uh huh. Vinny wins with one hundred and thirty three to Carl seventy three. I just, creep summed up Philadelphia very well. It's a terrible place, and you know, <laughs> it, it's a, there's a pit, that guy's pit would have. I would have rather stayed in that guy's pit <laughs> than an Airbnb with Vito Giswaldi again. Oh Jesus! That's why I live outside of Philadelphia. It's much better there, surprisingly. Right. That Airbnb was nice, though. That was a nice place. Really? Yeah. Because the bed frame was made out of fucking cardboard, dickhead. Oh, wow. And they made us leave at 9 a.m. on a Sunday yeah, morning. That sucks. What a great Airbnb. Well, I had to leave anyway because I had to catch my flight. And plus, we got the big bed. Yeah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. <laughs> we got the nice bed, so I was fine. Yeah, all right. all right. All right. So uh, what were people saying about the episode, Justin? Yeah, no, so it's tied comments? four to four now. Is that what I'm to yeah. believe? Four Shit. to four. Oh, well, was it Brink? Bandicoot sums it up. Hamsters' lives matter. Hamsters' lives <laughs> matter. Hamsters' lives matter. Uh, what is else? That, that we put it over here? the top for you, everybody. Okay, all right. I, I look as a, as it a wasn't him branding past, his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I like this one. Uh, Joe Callinger saying, "Let's cleave that dick." <laughs> Let's clean that, that a, dick. <laughs> there's a lot here. Uh, really enjoying the show. Let's see that <laughs> dick. Why is Carl such a piece of shit all the time? Great question. <laughs> I mean, it's not not one that we can answer, but it is a good question. 
Oh, God, there's so many here. Vinny Scrape is just poor, mentally ill Dillard who gang raped a kid for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's one. Vinny was too long-winded with this one. Way too many details. Carl got in and and got out. That's what I do. Just didn't just press play and let someone else do it for a change only thing i'll say negative is 1860s come on man who knows <laughs> how much of that is true i'm still voting for carl for the win it's all true in 1860s they had newspapers sure. it's not like it's ancient history you're not wrong but you're also weren't interesting or as good as mine so okay. i right. mean should we have a rule that it has to happen after electricity to be on the show <laughs> Should that be a rule? About I don't know. Some of far. the real old-timey ones are fun, unless otherwise specified. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll think about that. That That's actually an interesting proposal. That's <laughs> just an idea. I don't know. All right. Have Jack- we brought Genghis Khan as a creep yet? Have we brought any of these <laughs> historically creepy people? I don't think so. No. I don't think we have. I, I, could you imagine Vinny bringing Genghis Khan? It'd probably be a five-hour presentation. It'd be like uh, Jesus. Dan Carlin's exactly. Hardcore History. would be fucking playing 30 hours of clips from that. Yeah, let's not do that. And now let's look at these artifacts from the Mongol hordes. <laughs> oh, so, this one's weird. Oh, what do uh, so, Someone, I don't want to get this. Uh, come on, meow. Let's not let Spinny Vinny win. Take the game serious, meow. Uh, you don't show up on Patreon because you've been flagged as an adult, as adult content, if my understanding is correct. I'm just confused why they use meow instead of now. Well, they wanted to get you to say meow, I think. Because now that you're reading these, people are writing shit just to get you to say stuff. Be tough. And even if they aren't, they, aren't, they will now. <laughs> and a new game has been born. <laughs> yes, it has. No. Dayla with two bucks to soothe Zumok Burns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did Chadster take you to the broom closet this weekend? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Chad has been, uh, he's in obscurity now. He is off MLC, the only thing that anyone watched him on. So uh, that's going to be the end of him, unfortunately. Oh, well. It's like being banished to the negative zone. Yes. Right now, he's like uh, General Zod in the original Star Wars, just in a flat triangle, plummeting through space, talking Star to himself. Trek. Yes, Star Trek. No, that was Superman 2. Oh, I thought it said Star Wars. Did I say Star Wars? Superman 2. Right, you Superman. said Star Wars. Oh, well, Superman. Forgive We're both me, everybody. Wrong. We're both idiots. I'm, I'm in a Did lot I of... mention I'm still recovering from this weekend? Have I mentioned that yet? Holy hell. I'm still in shock. So, Jess, any other comments from those folks? Our fine Redditors? Um, just someone talking about Sarah Palin, and I think that... <laughs> I'm good. Oh, jeez, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. They, they like added a video clip to it. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we're not playing know. the video clips. We're not pl- paying Jessica enough to watch your video clips, people. <laughs> Just get in and get out with your comments. Yeah. No. Nope. But uh, I'm I'm very interested to see what you guys can make Jessica say. I am. Yeah. Gonna be no. interested to see how that goes. Stop it. <laughs> what, is, what is she gonna say, meow? All right. Uh... Now, now I feel better that Carl said it. Good. All right. <laughs> it's all good. You've seen Super Troopers, right? I, think I feel I, like I have. I Very long a, ago. That's what that's from. It's a okay. funny movie. It is a great movie. All right, Jess. We will uh, see you next week. As always, you can follow Jess where? Uh, Jess Daydreaming. All one word. All hey, right. Jess, it's, um, you used to work with Tony from Hack the Movies. How do you think he did yes. on the show? I thought he did fine. I he thought he was good. great. I thought he was yeah. really... He had a couple of really, really? funny lines. Really yep. pumped up the crowd, I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He definitely, uh, you know, we were all hoping he would just pass out on stage like he did at Road Rage LA, but <laughs> yeah. he actually did a good job, so 
Way to go, Tony. Tony from Act the Movies. The audience me. like, you did it. <laughs> yeah. I heard Vito went and stayed at his house. He stayed with um, Tony? Yeah, at Tony's house. Tony forgot his shirts. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's Vito's That was Vito's fault, yes. And, Mid, well, yeah, well, and Mid, by the Mid way, I will say this. I am annoyed with Vito. Because we had the whole merch go. table all set up with all of our stuff that we're selling. And it's all, Jenny Jingles does an amazing job. Hey, guys, let me organized. push everything over so he I can write on He shows up with, with Mint, and they just decide to take over the whole table with shitty undershirts that he's drawing KKK symbols on and selling those. <laughs> and everyone, he sold a lot of them. Everyone's buying their fucking Vito shirt with Sharpie I mean, did you see drawings. what Mint was wearing? I did. I did see that's what, what that's what that was a selling point right there. It didn't hurt. It's a good point. <laughs> good point, Jess. All right. All right, Jess. I'll, I'll let you go. I hope I'm glad you had fun. Thank you so much for coming out to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Bye, Jess. Cool. Bye. All right. Very Carl. tall girl that Jessica. Jessica is a I felt bad for her. Did you? During the show, I felt banned for her. Why is that? What because she said she texted me. She said, "Is there going to be food there?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." Oh, I, okay, here's another thing about this venue. Now, this venue is beautiful. It's a really nice place, and I mean, there, it, you'll agree with me. I Benny. was told, "Quote, they people were shocked when they found out that we were allowed to play there." Yes, it's way too nice for a, a dick show or WTP live show, and for some reason, I, doors were at six thirty. VIP meet and greet five thirty. GA doors 6.30, show at 8. So I'm thinking, okay, why are we opening the doors an hour and a half before the show? People are going to have dinner. They can sit down, order some food. There's no food. There's there's no menus out anywhere. There's no servers. I'm like, well, what, what the, what's people supposed to do? They're supposed to drink for an hour and a half? The, That's not good. It's not going to be helpful. That's not going to be and good. And you know what else really drove me nuts? But again, very nice place. Some of the nicest tech crew we've ever dealt with, mm. I thought. Top notch. The crew people. was amazing. Top notch. Yeah, and Jorgen and and James, James and Josh. And super helpful. John. On top of everything. Not even joking. They, were all... they did not open the fucking bar during the VIP meet and greet. Oh, Dick was talking about that too. That was oh my god. Well, I'm like, so is the bar gonna be open? The guy's like, um. And by the way, this guy was great. He was awesome. But he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when he gets out here. I'm like, what? What do you mean? You don't know when he gets here? And then the bartender did show up. And didn't open the bar for the entire time during the meet and greet. So he's just back there like busy work guy. It's like, dude, just pour a fucking drink. Everyone's here. Make some tips. Right. And it's super awkward because, you know, Dick's yelling, oh, it's the Meet Carl fucking festival or whatever. He's yelling. It's the Meet Carl dinner. Who wants to come to the Meet <laughs> Carl dinner? Yeah. So anyway. I didn't want to go, but contractually obligated. You're contractually obligated to be at the Meet Carl Fast. Now, maybe. before we go any further, I'm going to let you guys know what we're going to do today. There is no category. Today, we are going to do an extended scum stream for you, just or an extended scum parade even for you. Extended like Vinny's belly. We got a bunch of stories here today. So many. They could fit around my waist twice. That's Correct. all shit, metric shit ton. But I want to say, someone gave this to me uh, before the live show at the VIP meet and greet. Ooh, is it uh, drugs? No. this oh. is. It was an envelope, and it said, to Vinny and Carl... Consequence or studio decoration? Oh, all right. So the, Interesting. So the idea is that these sent, gave us two stickers that we would have to put on our vehicles oh, if we lose. No, okay. Uh-uh. Or we would put them in the studio. And okay. uh, this one is an Albert Fish sticker that says, 
I like children. They are tasty. Albert Fish with his mugshot right there. That's the man who ate a seven-year-old, yeah. if you recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this fun one. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> this one's great. I would put that on yeah, my Yeah, I would actually put this one on my car. Welcome to Jodestown Population Zero. <laughs> Phenomenal. Good stuff. So we'll decide what we're going to do with Thank those. Thank you for those. Who, who was that who gave those to you? Do you know? I got to remember. A guy. I'll give him a sh- short, thin. There are a lot of guys there who were very generous and nice and gave us stuff and things. I got a t shirt and drugs. And, you know, it's. it's I, I love doing the live shows. I got. A couple of stickers and a whole lot of disrespect. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> there was a really funny caption. Someone posted a, a photo of me and Manny in the green room. And someone wrote, wow, Vinny really committed to blackface on this one. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know? I didn't know what to expect from Manny's stand-up. He was great. He fucking killed it. I, I, now, don't get me wrong. As I'm watching this. I'm ready to sprint out because Manny kept knocking into my monitor. And was I was watching you have a panic attack. And then Vito does the same thing. And then Vito did the same thing. So then you were coming out. And you're probably worried about your stand-up. Time. And I'm like, Vinny, don't fucking knock over my monitor. You're like, I know, I know. <laughs> Carl, I followed Manny, who was... I'm going to put it to you this way. Manny's set... Yeah. Could not be done. Could not be done anywhere else. else at that what show. you saw that night was a one-off. <laughs> that was a one-off. Wow, that was a lot of Edwards for a uh, for a live show. Wow, but Manny can do it. That, that... <laughs> what am I going to go tell him he's not allowed? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, hey, Manny, uh, if you can keep your set to just like I don't know, sixteen or seventeen n bombs, that'd be great. Yeah. We well, just there is this thing that happens whenever you tell someone, "Hey, you want five minutes on a show to try out stand up?" and you give them a shot, you could guarantee you it is not going to be five minutes. That's very true. It will never be five. That minutes That is very ever. true. Yes, we but we got behind schedule very. I quickly. could not believe how good Manny did, and That's then right. Vito comes out, and people are yelling at Vito, and Vito is threatening to fuck their children to yeah. death. Oh yeah, he. he up the hecklers quick because there was a guy right in the front row who was just kept ruining the punchlines and Vito put him in his place. That was well done by Vito. Yeah, I thought he had a good set. Yeah. I thought all three of you guys were good. We, we were expecting people to suck. And yeah, it, didn't. it was really fun. I was like, I had no idea what I was going to be following and like what the crowd was to be like. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was great, you guys are great. Yay, super chats. Escondido, Dale for two dollars. Vinny, what part of SD did you live? I was in PB. Escondido. Escondido is the answer to that question. Great question. Keep them coming. And uh, Pony Power 2 with $10 for Carl's Ewok furry suit. Great live show, guys. Fucking dick. Well, we already... I was so pissed off because we're at the bar on Friday night. Show Saturday night. We're at the bar on Friday night. My parents are there. <laughs> my, my family is there. My brother, my sister-in-law, my parents. And um, Dick just zooms right in. Sits right down across from my mom. And just immediately with the, what's some embarrassing stories about Carl growing up that you can tell me? And my mom is like, oh, I don't know. I, you know, it's just a normal kid. Yeah, yeah. You were not a normal kid. Well, no, she didn't say that for sure. Well, he but, couldn't do much because he was in the papoose. But then, uh, I think it was my sister-in-law. Could have been my brother. One of them brought up uh, this teddy bear that I had as, as a child. It was it was an Ewok. It was a Wicket. Yeah. The Ewok from Star Wars. Yeah. And... Uh, Wow, did Dick's face light up when he heard that news. I was like, oh, boy. And I yelled at my mom. I was like, what did you do? 
<laughs> what were you thinking? You know, it's so funny that now everybody's making the Ewok jokes about you, but maybe two years mean, ago. What do you mean now everybody's doing we've that? Been doing, do you remember the episode we did where we were talking about, I asked you what your first soda would be, and you said an Ewok? Oh, yeah, that's And right. we actually created your Ewok oh, persona. Shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Your Ewok, <laughs> you, do you, did you forget your Ewok name, sir? I did. It was Slurp Slurp. <laughs> There are photoshops uh, on our Instagram of Slurp Slurp the Ewok right now, folks. Can you believe this is our job? This is, what an insane <laughs> life I have. Um, all right. Tevin, Devin, McKevin, the seventh <laughs> for two bucks for reading Coom. Uh, Michael C. Two bucks. Manny at the Laugh Factory. Yes, it was uh, very reminiscent of uh, Kramer's set. <laughs> <laughs> that, is for, that is for sure. <laughs> you know what though? People were laughing harder. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. true. People it's were actually still enjoying Manny. A little different. A lot different for right. sure. So slurp, slurp. let's do some of these stories and let's watch this video of me reading the goddamn cum book. Yeah, all right. That's all right. Good. You ready for some scum stream kids? Yeah. Do you do you want me to play a drop or something like that? Do we How have about something? I do this one? Skull parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades. That these creeps have made Scum Parade Vinny and Carl Gonna tell you about some fuck shit Scum Parade Like stories of a kid Fucked by his mom or dad Soaking up the blood of a cat Scum Parade I love how we were just talking Star Wars to lead into this, because it's perfect. Yes. A former Walt Disney World Hollywood Studios employee in Florida was arrested after a security guard witnessed him recording upskirt, an upskirt video of an 18-year-old female guest in the Star Wars-themed retail store where he worked. Now, the 18-year-old woman has a fiancé. Did you notice that? No. He said that her fiancé was with her? Yes. So who's uh, okay. the creep? So who is the creep in this one, Vinny? That's what I want to know. How old is this guy? What's this guy up to? I'm taking my fiance to Disney World for her birthday. <laughs> she's, she's 18. What are you doing? Uh, what year is this? 1952? Well, Jorge Diaz Vega, 26, might just be the creep here. Yeah. Uh, he admitted to taking hundreds of videos of skirts and dresses of unsuspecting women in Walt Disney World <laughs> for over the last six years. Dylan from somewhere says, don't upskirt where you shit. Yeah, I think that's the saying. I think that is the saying. Now, what's annoying about this article is that there's all these photos of Disney World. Yep. Like, here's a store at Disney World. Yep. There's Star Wars Land. But none of the photos of the upskirts that this guy took. Not a one. No, no, that's all I was looking for. I mean, that's what I want to see here. But no? Okay. Whatever. Yep. For a second, I thought there was one, but it turned out it was just a picture goofy. Uh, Diaz Vega told deputies he had over 500 videos. And this is the thing that I thought was the dumbest quote I've ever heard from someone. Okay. He said... He recorded them as a, quote, a guilty pleasure for his own sexual gratification since, quote, it's hard to find them online. Can, they, can someone tell this guy about Google? Hard to find upskirt photos online. Are you crazy? So here's how he got busted. A security guard witnessed uh. him taking the video of an 18-year-old woman who was in the Star Wars-themed Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities with her fiancé yep. for Disney World's popular lightsabers. The cast member reported Diaz Vega and security officers later informed the young girl that someone had been caught taking a picture under her dress at the lightsaber shop. Hey, Vinny, uh, do you know that I've actually been to that shop pretty recently? I, I was you. there with uh, Anthony Cumia. Mm, 
So what's up with the security guard being a busybody here and trying to, like, wh- who's hurt in any of this? Well, my thing is the this. The guy's going around getting some fun videos and photos and it, stuff. No one's getting hurt. Carl, he was doing an upskirt. He wasn't using the force. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, the problem. Yeah, like, once the force gets involved, then you, you, you bust him. It reminds, no, you're not supposed to do this. It reminds not... me of the guy who was working the door at World Cafe Live. So there were two guys working the door. Okay. One of them took their job very, very seriously. And was not letting people in. Hannah, our review girl, mm-hmm. bought a ticket. And I put her on the guest list. But she didn't have a VIP ticket, so they wouldn't let her in. I had to go over and talk to him. Like, no, it's fine. she's with us. It's fine. She can come in. He was being a problem. And the other security guy there, who was, I don't know, in his 70s, goes, oh, yeah, I would fire this guy if I could. He's a problem. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, I shouldn't be telling you this. But this guy's a problem. <laughs> he takes his job way too seriously. And I feel like the same thing with a security guard. Here in uh, in Disney. Well, I mean, I would say this. You don't know how old. I mean, this girl probably looked very, very young. And you probably oh, yeah. would assume she was 18 because I'm assuming she was making out with like a 40-year-old dude. Yeah, right. Walking let's, around. Let's think about this. I'll buy you a lightsaber, honey. <laughs> Do you want to dress up like Ray? <laughs> Fucking pervert. She's pretty hot. Uh, the Kissimmee, Florida resident was booked into the Orange County Jail and charged with third-degree felony video voyeurism for recording the female guests without their knowledge. So... This guy sees this happening. Who's the girl who plays Ray? Is like Daisy something? Yeah. She's, Daisy. She's pretty hot, R. right? Daisy R. Yeah, absolutely. You know what the problem is, though? Is that those she's like, scripts and she those cries. movies? Yeah, she's always crying. She's like the worst Jedi ever. She's just always like, you know, pissing out her eyes. Luke Skywalker's the worst Jedi ever. What? What do you mean? What, what do Skywalker you think saved? I mean? He saved the fucking day, dude. I mean, and if we're counting those movies as canon, he turned into a moody old bitch who yeah. moved away and went and lived in a hut. That's that's uh, yeah. Ryan Johnson's they, fault. Yeah, Ryan Johnson like he just sucks. ruined. Like, so I could call. And also, he was whiny in A New Hope. He was a whiny little fucking baby. No, Give he's, me, he's, he's, he's I'm a Han Solo guy all day. Hold on, hold on a second. I, he blew up the Death Star, Vinny. It's a pretty good fucking Jedi right there. Lucky it's pretty cool. Lucky shots. Well, all right, but lucky shots. <laughs> all right. Are you? I mean, you really are the. You really are a Luke guy, huh? Yes, of course, I'm a Luke guy. Everyone likes Luke. No, I, don't get me wrong. Han Solo also cool. Han was Lando. The cool Lando was fucking cool too. You know how much pussy Lando was getting? Space pussy. Oh my god, all of the space pussy. You would fuck aliens and his dick would look like a lollipop. It'd be all different colors. For sure, because he lived in the clouds. Do you know what a turn on that is? You bring a girl home to a cloud city. They're like, holy shit, you live here? I'm like, oh, I don't just live here. I run this joint. Like, I'm the oh. director. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I have a cape. <laughs> I would wear silk capes and live in the clouds. And he's probably doing upskirt photos too because he he ran the place so he could get away with that he had that little little tiny guy assistant too didn't he well he was tall oh that's right he had the tall assistant yeah okay but either way he wanted this is stupid back to star wars talk this is stupid all right south carolina yes this is a fun one if uh when jenny tells you to leave yes are you going to leave? Or are you going to try to like cohabitate? Like, if you got divorced, would well, you ever want to cohabitate? Here's what I'm thinking, Vinny. When when uh, Jenny says get out of here, uh, I'll probably leave, but I'll, I'll probably be a stalker. Like, I'll probably be a problem. Yeah, for years to come. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Who are these jingles? <laughs> it's going to start immediately. <laughs> so, I have an uncle, by the way, divorced. He made his ex. Mm-hmm. She she had nowhere else to go. 
he, and he owned an RV. He like let her live in the RV in the driveway. Oh, that's weird. He's like, you can live in the RV. I don't fucking care. You ain't coming to my house. Oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's a real thing that happened. You know, because we have a story coming up later about homeless women. How ugly do you have to be to be a homeless woman? Because you'll always get a guy who'll just be like, yeah, I can just fucking crash in my RV. Do you, I mean, meth heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meth. You have to be really annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good yeah, point. You have to be really annoying. So, like, meth heads, attractive meth head women end up homeless, but they don't stay attractive for long. Right. Right. Good point. Okay. A South Carolina man who shares a home with his ex-wife, allegedly cocked his gun Friday night to, quote, ruin the mood after hearing her having sex with her boyfriend in the nearby bedroom. A lot of chicks are into that. I'm surprised. So this is a 24-year-old guy named Alan Riggs His in Myrtle Beach, by the way, yep. one of the trashiest places in the country. Not a great place. You know, I used to think Myrtle Beach was the worst place I've ever been, and now I've been to Philadelphia. <laughs> Alan Riggs, 24, started banging on the walls of their Myrtle Beach duplex in an effort to quiet down the couple shortly before 1230 a.m. Riggs and the woman are ex-spouses. They've uh, been living with each other for approximately two years. So At- she's bringing home dudes. And fucking them loudly. Yeah. And At- listen, I don't know why he doesn't just stand outside the door and jerk off like a normal person would. I don't know why he has to get all upset about this. Mm. You're looking at me like I'm just, I was trying to think of a good. <laughs> well, I'm hungover and I'm trying to think of a good <laughs> cock the gun joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. nothing came. Yeah, so. nothing came. There's a pun. <laughs> After the couple ignored Riggs, please. The frustrated ex allegedly ran to his car to retrieve his firearm and just racked the gun outside the bedroom. He was like, they kept fucking these out there. Would you guys shut up? Yeah. And they're just being extra gratuitous with their lovemaking. Yeah. So he just goes and gets a shotgun. It's like right outside the door. And if that doesn't slow you down. Yeah. I mean, um, you guys probably yelling and dropping fucking loads or whatever. He was yelling. And, then, and then he hears that gun. And he's like, oh, shit. She's just going, you're so much better than Alan. (laughs) Finally a real man. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, maybe she deserved it. Oh, my God. You actually found my clitoris. This is incredible. Not like my clumsy, nosy, gun-owning ex-husband who lives in the next room. Yeah, he thinks the G-spot is his gun. It's not. So she she exited the room. She was like, what is going on? He rushes up to her with the gun still in his hand and told her that if she went back up there, she was going to die. Yeah, threatening to kill someone when you're holding a loaded gun, probably a bad move. Yeah. Riggs told cops he became upset when he heard his wife having sex, banged on the wall, tried to get them to quit, and uh, he turned to his gun only after that method failed. Hmm. Yeah. Police confiscated a 9mm pistol from Riggs, and he was booked into the county jail for felony domestic violence charges. Even though he really, I mean, I guess menacing with a gun is... Yeah, violence is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's not really violence, but... uh, They could charge you with anything. Who knows if it sticks. True. Uh, $100,000 bond. Now, Carl, in a little bit of a longer story... Actually, I'm sorry. Wrong. A Virginia man. Let's talk about spurned lovers. Let's keep going there. A Virginia man who was arrested for attempting to break into his ex's home was slapped with an emergency protection order, returned to her house just two days later to get himself a little bit more of the action. Well, didn't he know there was a protection order? I, I thought that if we just make laws, it stops crime from happening. I mean, the guy must have known that he wasn't supposed to be there, right? I must have not have been watching CNN that day. They. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. See, this is more my speed. I, I like this guy better. 
Uh, I wouldn't let my ex live with me. Yeah. But I definitely go fuck with her a lot. <laughs> Dude, have you ever... Um, uh, it's so funny. You ever date a girl at a crazy ex-boyfriend in your experience? Yes. Yeah. What I had uh, I had a girl that I had broken up with okay. that I used to email with because we were friendly, mm-hmm. and she was dating somebody who was crazy after me. Oh, okay. And was like coming back at me because you were still communicating with. Yeah. Them. Okay. And it was like very like just simple. Hey, how's your family? Everything cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. And it was it was just like, why are you talking to her? Why I saw her emails. Why are you emailing with her? Yeah, why are you looking at her emails? Creep. Yeah, I was in another state too at the time. It was like it was weird. I, I'll, I'll say this, Vinny. Maybe I'm in the minority. I don't want to read any of the communication between my wife and anyone else she communicates with. Like I, I, that that whole thing where like looking at people's phones and emails, shit. Like that's weird. Yeah, that's a weird insecure yeah. thing. And so, that's how Doctor Steve's been able to hide in plain sight this whole time. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, he was cucking me pretty good in, <laughs> in Chicago. That's a whole other story. Um, so. Uh, one of my really good buddies was dating this girl for like six years whose ex and actually um, the father of her son was a hell's angel. Oh, and this guy wanted to murder my buddy. And when a hell's angel wants to murder you, you should be nervous about that. That's a problem. That right there is like, I don't want to date that girl. Oh, your ex is a hell's angel. Oh, okay. Well, it was nice talking to you. Bye. Lose my number. Who can you join at that point to even help you? Is there another <laughs> motorcycle yeah. club you can get into? Good point. Yeah. Do you have to go like country club? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you want to fuck with me? Well, we're gonna do nine holes this afternoon, so come and find me. Fuck, I joined Sam's Club. <laughs> Gonna be nothing for me. Um, this story, this guy is a bit of a problem. Let's jump back in this. He allegedly he shows up at the house. He allegedly demanded that she come outside so, quote, this is what they wrote in the article. He demanded that she could come outside so he could assault her. When yes. she refused, <laughs> he tried to break down the door with his fists. But cops arrived before he could find a way in. Now, Cobble lived in a home off Aaron Drive before her, him and his ex had an argument the day before the break-in. He left the night only and to return with a vengeance the next day. Now, he also brought with him a sledgehammer. Yes. So he somehow, I don't know if he brought it with him or if he found it somewhere over there because it was his old house. He might have known where it was. He in might the have garage. known where it was. Yeah. Yeah. He had a pretty good inkling. Yeah. So this woman, uh, he was bound and determined to assault her, but the police showed up. Uh, when they showed up, he was trying to break the door down with the sledgehammer. When that failed, he got inside through the home through a window. Yes. This is like the shitty exterminator, this guy. I would have started with the window, to be honest with you, rather than smash the door down. You know, it's like, oh, this is way easier. But whatever, he got in. Once he got inside, he locked all the doors so his ex couldn't get out. All right, this woman's a fucking idiot. She's a fucking idiot. How does he lock the doors from inside? This You can't get out that way. The door's like, shit, it is? You can't. That's not how doors work. Yeah, I guess it is her fault, Carl. Yeah. I guess it's all her fault. I agree. Thank you. She's like the the woman who's like locked in her in her car. She's like, "Can you help me? I'm locked in my car." Like, what are you retarded? <laughs> no, I can't help you. No, I can't. There's no amount of help. Really? I would have had to started decades ago. 
<laughs> he was yelling, uh, but according to witnesses, he was there over hell yelling, I'm going to kill you and everyone else in there to her. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, he's under arrest. All right. That's good. Okay. Let's go to uh, Kashibi Navali Medical College, somewhere that I'm not sure where it is. Now, uh, Narhi, I believe this is somewhere in Africa. This is crazy, Carl. We have a baby thrower. Oh, I thought this was uh, was India. Is this India? Somebody buy me a map. <laughs> so here's what happened. A 19-year-old unmarried girl gave birth to a baby in the Navali Hospital bathroom. Yes. Yeah, so she, she got to the right place. Yeah. Wrong wrong room. She, she this <laughs> Right ba- building, wrong room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, man. So she had what we call in the biz a toilet baby. Yes. I learned that from Righteous Gemstones. Yep. Shit this baby right into the toilet. And uh, instead of flushing, she decided to just throw the baby out the window. That was the note that I had, too. It's like, you could have gotten away with this. You realize that. And then you threw the baby out the window. Everyone's going to be like, hey, where'd this dead baby come from? Up, I guess up there. I always feel bad when people do stuff like that, especially in like public places, because you know there was like some unintended, unintentioned witnesses oh. that are just walking down the street and I was Splat! Well, you would th- you probably would think it was like a, a doll. I mean, a, a brand new baby, and very tiny. You would just think like, oh, it must be a doll or something. And then, you know, there's a whole umbilical cord that goes all the way up to the window. And then the baby just shoots second. back up in the air <laughs> and then comes back down a little halfway and shoots back up. <laughs> Fucking bungee jumper. <laughs> the world's youngest bungee jumper. <laughs> Didn't go well. Wait till you're 18, kids, before you start bungee jumping. <laughs> I'm just picturing all the janitors out there on their fucking smoke breaks just standing there going... <laughs> I'm not cleaning this up right now. Yeah, this ain't my problem. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Is there a show that lasts more about dead babies than the creep off? I don't think there is. Is there? I, I think mean, we're number one. Is there anything funnier than these stories sometimes? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of things funnier. The accused is currently undergoing treatment at the hospital, and police are investigating the case. I mean, I don't know what the defense is here. I mean, uh, even if you thought it was a turd, when was the last time you threw your turd out the window? That's a good point. Yep, that's a very good point. Also, it says in the article she was pregnant after having a physical relationship. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't assume she was the Virgin Mary. That doesn't happen very often. So, yeah, no, I know. Solid I know how, I know how pregnancy works. Thank you. I think Thanks that, for that part of the article. When they describe it creatively like that, it's probably because they're trying to hide something. This is like her brother's kid. Oh, interesting. It could be something like that. It could be like fucked up product of rape situation where the baby was born and... She just didn't want it. So, because I think this happened in India... I Conceived want, in trauma. I wanted to thank my friend Raj, who came to the show. Where did that? What did I it's do It's right that behind thing? you on the thing. Oh. I am stupid. Um, Raj made these for me and one for Dick. It is uh, like armor. Hey, Dickhead, you know you're on the creep-off. I know, but it says WATP, and it looks like the Coors logo. Oh. And I just wanted to thank her for making that and coming all the way. Good. I think so, she. I think she lives in England. This is know. the the second WATP plug on the creep off. 
How many pop <laughs> plugs should I expect at Who Are These Socials this week? Dude, Who Are These Socials? Thursdays at 6. Yeah, get them all out. On the Who Are These Podcast <clears throat> YouTube channel. Also in its own RSS feed, wherever you get podcasts. My new show, The Scum Off, will be on the Shuli Network. <laughs> oh, I got a text from Shuli, by the way. I'll, I'll save that for another day. I'll save that conversation for another day. I predicted I would. You uh, you called your shot there, pal. I did. I called it. Oh, my God. Yeah. A federal judge in Virginia, Carl. Oh, jeez. This story, did this blow your fucking mind? Well, yes, because it's on the it's in the Daily Mail. Yeah. It's the longest article I've ever read in my life. Yep. And I think that whoever was reporting on this was enjoying it a little bit too much. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like this thing just went on and on and on and on. I'm like, is this guy getting his rocks off or something from this? So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna try to hit the high points on okay. this. A federal judge, right? Is fighting for full custody of his two young daughters after his high society ex wife was arrested at a hotel where she allegedly planned to sexually assault an eight-year-old girl. Correct. Eleanor Hunton Hope, she's 45 years old, she's a member of one of Virginia's most prominent families, was snared in an FBI sting last month after messaging an undercover agent explicit and sickening details about what she wanted to do to the child. Yeah, not good. The mother of two has been charged with child porn and child sex abuse offenses is also accused of sending the agent a 30 second video and three still images of young minor girls being horrifically sexually abused by men. That's not something you want to send to the FBI. Not a, not a great move. Plus, they probably already seen it. <laughs> you know, guys like listen. I've seen odds that are one. they're the ones who originally disseminated it too. <laughs> All right, there goes Conspiracy our YouTube channel. Vinny, there we go. Her arrest has stunned communities in Charlottesville, where she lives. Now, this woman grew is their family's rich as shit. Their families are lawyers. They're a powerhouse bunch of people. Yeah, they helped found the city's biggest law firm, known as known as the Hunton Andrews and Kurth. She had previously worked in child advocacy and support organizations. It was a volunteer. At uh, her Episcopal church. Of course. Now, they had been separated. They had joint physical custody of the kids. Yeah. It was a messy divorce. Yep. So. Because she was like sleeping with all these dudes and bringing dudes home. She was bringing dudes to their house while they were married, while the kids were home. Well, so that was the weird part about this story. Because like, what is she supposed to do? Like that's if you but they live weren't in your separated. House, this is what caused she wasn't the separation. Fucking them in front of the children. They they act like oh it's so terrible. The kids were home. It's like well, you're yeah. right. These are adult people. She wasn't interested in them. True. All right. Good point. Yeah, she's a fucking weirdo, man. Honestly, this woman sounds like the horniest woman alive, which sounds like it would be a good thing, but it is not a good thing. In this case, this woman is horny. She was fucking around all over town. Yeah. Basically, is the story. Yes. Now, she gets online now. She's 45 years old, and this yep. is partic- this is boomer, rich boomer, think they could do anything online. Right. She goes into a fetish website where users discuss and trade images of child sex abuse. Carl, put the URL up on the screen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, according to the criminal complaint filed in the U.S. District Court, she allegedly used the screen name Tito Tori. And started an email chat with another user. And I, if I see someone named Tito Tori start popping up in the chats, I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> yeah. um, could someone please get Jess to say Tito Tori? Yes. Let's, it, let's put that in that's the That's going to be the uh, secret the word. That'll be in the thread this week. Okay. Although we don't, have, we're, we don't have a vote thread this week, so we'll just have to have a, an episode thread, I guess. We'll come up with something to vote on. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. According to the Who finally, was more hungover on the creep off? <laughs> <laughs> we're up. My car's all fucked up, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah, maybe Jenny Jingles is the creep this week. Ugh. Vote for Carl if you think Jenny is the creep. Vote for Vinny if you th- if you think Vinny should get the house. <laughs> Damn it. I think you just trumped me with that one. Who is an undercover FBI? So she goes on there and starts talking to with another user, FBI informant. She's yeah. a D.C. field officer. And according to the filing, Hope told the agent she was the mother of a child and wanted to chat about, quote, taboo parenting. Mm, that's not parenting. I don't want to talk about taboos. That's not parenting. People. You know what? I, ha- I hate the word taboo. Why is that? Because it generally... Like they try to, it implies shit that we shouldn't really be doing. Yeah, but it's a cute word, right? Like Lorenzo Ariolo talking about sucking on his cousin's toes. Like that's taboo. It's a little taboo. <laughs> like no, that's gross. Can we use the word heinous? <laughs> heinous is a good word. Can we use heinous parenting? Yeah. I want to like to discuss heinous, heinous parenting. Is a good word. By the way, I just want to uh, get this out of the way because Dayla's been up here for a minute. Two bucks. Chad destroyed his computer with a water bottle. Is that true? Is that did that really happen? Because that's hilarious if that's true. Did he freak out? I know he was like really, he was really drunk on Friday when he was stream sniping MLC, but I haven't seen it. Oh, what a stupid idiot! <laughs> he really is stupid idiot. I mean, Kevin has used the word idiot so many times, but it's appropriate every time. Okay, sorry. Keep going. So. She tells the agent she's a single mother, taboo parenting. The undercover officer responded he was the father of a young girl. Yes. At which point, Hope directed the agent to a social media app that encrypts messages. I'm guessing probably Telegram or one of those fucking things. There she used the name Tori for fun. And in a series of messages starting February 23rd, she revealed she lived in Charlottesville. They asked the agent to verify that she was safe, quote, by sending an image of herself holding up her thumb near her breast. Okay. The photo shows her lifting up her shirt, exposing her bare breasts with her face partially visible. So I thought you weren't going to do every detail of this story, Vinny. I just want to point out how a stupid idiot. <laughs> she is a fucking idiot. I know. Well, that's my she point. She was talking to an FBI like, agent about fucking a child. Uh, that's stupid. Uh, is this you? And you're saying you want to fuck a child? Could you send us a picture of yourself so we know it's real? Yeah. Why would you want to verify them and let them know it's real, you idiot? Yeah, pretty stupid. So they ended up arresting her at a hotel. Yes. Where did where she thought this was all going to go down? Yes, and I lost my spot. What did I do? I don't know. It's a really long article, though. Like I said, it's 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 almost too much. Yeah. Either way, this lady wanted a fucking eight year old girl. She thought she was gonna fuck an eight year old girl in a hotel. Yeah, and she wanted the dad to fuck the eight year old girl because she was really into like adults having sex with young girls, which is one of the weirdest. Like, so th- she got she got fucking raped. I bet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like something bad happened to her because yeah. that's a weird thing to want. That's a very weird thing. I I, I know we talk about pedophiles a lot on here, but uh, women wanting to rape like eight year old. Uh, there's something about even I think that's gross. There's something about privilege. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's something about privilege that does fucking twist some wires in people. Agreed. And yes. makes them kind of evil. Yeah, there was that uh, Murdoch case. Like that dude, the loving father whose yeah. family was murdered. Yeah, no, I mean he he uh, yeah he killed his his son, son and, and his, his wife. wife. Yeah, yeah, shot him in the fucking head. Yeah, and, and probably the housekeeper too. I forget that part. Yeah, but, but anyway, yeah, people but, they they're like super rich and they're like, well, I just get away with whatever I want. Well, to a point, <laughs> to a point, OJ. Yeah, you it turns out that 
It turns out it's way harder to sex traffic children than you think it is. Yeah, it is. And the FBI is all over it. Yeah. Like, that's the fun for them. But I got to think that this FBI agent was this like, is... she's not on the list to get a kid. I'm kidding, FBI. I'm kidding. <laughs> so this will be the world's easiest custody case. I love that, like, the, the headline of this article is her ex is seeking custody of the children. It's like, yeah, well, no shit. She's facing life in prison. Mm-hmm. They're going to mm-hmm. try to give her mm-hmm. life, which is crazy, too. That no one gets life for, you know, she didn't even. There's no way she's going to get life. No, she's she didn't got even enough commit a crime. money. She just wanted to. Yeah. Well, and, and I like mean, Dick was saying, hold on, day, hold on, hold on. Enticement well, of a minor is a crime. And also, part of the things in this she did, she did, is um, she was share. giving the father some real fucked up advice yeah. on how to get the daughter there. Yeah. That was quite terrifying. That was the part I was looking for yes. right there. Okay. She was telling the kid that I couldn't find. Yeah. She was saying to the dad, Well, tell her that she's going to go and have a fun trip to be a real and fun get her trip. really excited. Yeah. Yeah. And then she said, And then we'll put her to sleep, put her to bed, and then we'll go in and rape her as she's waking up. Because that's the best time to rape children when they're first groggy in the morning. I was like, holy shit, she's really thought this one out. Wow. I mean, a lot of people just give kids whiskey, but she's just like, no, you know, let, let, let her have a nice uh, listen, nice rest. Listen, lady, lady, if we're going to fuck kids, we're doing it on my schedule. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so that's the rules. That's yeah. the rules, toots. That's where the FBI agent uh, lost the thread a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, I guess I'm uh, I'm rooting for the father to get custody, but who knows what the courts these days. Jesus, that's insane. You want to go to Mississippi? Yes, please. Carl, you ever have a bad roommate? Yes, I had a terrible roommate. Um, This guy, Jesse, I didn't know who he was. My roommate moved to New York to be with his girlfriend, and I needed to get someone to move in with me for three months. So it was like over a summer. Okay. And this kid I didn't know. Okay. I don't know how he found me, but he moved in and um, he used to eat pickles out of the jar and just drop pickle juice everywhere, all over the coffee table and floor and not clean it up. And I, I was just like, this is like such antisocial behavior, dude. You're, you're just dropping pickle juice all over the fucking place. I'd rather room with like Hitler. Yeah. Or Kathy Griffin than oh. anybody who drips pickles. Oh, God, that, all pickle juice over line. the house is a fucking non. By the way, I'm wearing my pickle Carl shirt that I just got from my uh, sister in law, Chrissy. Yeah. Thank There's you. There's like literally the two things I hate most in this world are on your shirt. <laughs> Carl and pickles. It's incredible. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. So anyway, that roommate. So how about you, Vinny? You ever have a, a shitty roommate? Not as bad as this 31-year-old in Mississippi, Carl. Mm, yeah. He's facing multiple felonies for allegedly setting several people, including himself, on fire. Wow. Now, Marcos Uriel, Lara Perez have been charged with two counts of capital murder and three counts of aggravated assault. According to the press, press release from the Byron Police Department, officers and fire department personnel... Responded to a call about a structure fire at 7 p.m. Easter Sunday at a home. When firefighters were extinguishing the flames, they discovered the body of 77-year-old Filberto Torres. And authorities quickly located several individuals outside of the home who were suffering severe burns and were hospitalized. Now, Jose Thomas Segura Juarez, 45 that's right, Tom Segura did this. <laughs> was flown by a helicopter to a trauma center for specialized treatment. He died two days later. Okay, he was a victim. My yeah, he bad. was a victim. Um, now, Vinny, we're three years into the creep off. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been reading these horrific stories every mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. multiple times a week now. Does this ever change how you feel about people in general? I never liked people to begin with. Yeah, okay. That's why I can Good do point. this show. Good point, yeah. 
I, I assume most people are capable of some pretty fucking heinous shit. You act like you hate Philadelphia, but I think Philadelphia hates you. Why do you think that? I, I was invited back. All right, fair enough. They had that sign in the airport. By Come who, back the soon. Philly fanatic on the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Gritty are going to go fucking start some shit. Dude, I, Gritty's, I will say, that's the best thing about Philadelphia. 100%. Gritty is the greatest 100%. hell monster. I love that that got greenlit somehow. Like, you would you know what? I don't have a hockey team. I've told you this. I might go Flyers now yeah. just for Gritty. Come on, man. Just for Gritty. Would that bother you? Yes, I hate the Flyers. As a Sabres fan, oh, shit. Look at how happy he is. <laughs> Look at how happy he just got. God damn it. I love the Flyers fans. God way back. damn what it. What were they? The Bullies of Broad Street yeah, back yeah, in the day? Yeah, Ron Hextall back in the day. He's, One of my favorites. I think he was the first goalie favorite. to ever score a goal in the NHL. Yes, I, I'm very well aware of that as a lifelong Philadelphia Flyers fan. <laughs> you're, the wor- you're the worst. The worst. I'll have the jacket by next Monday. I really um, will. Fucking gritty with those fucking crazy eyes. And the fucking eyes flip. That's the greatest mascot I've it's ever hilarious. seen. It's he's, the greatest he's thing. He's disturbing. Like, he, he would scare children. That's what you think. When you think something's under your bed, that's what you're thinking of in your head when you're a child. It's it's amazing that they actually went through with that. Yeah. So let's talk about this monster real quick. Okay. Um, in the investigation, they discovered that a man named... Uh, we said the 31-year-old man threw a bucket of gasoline on all the victims in the kitchen Jesus. area of the residence, then ignited the fire using a Bic lighter. So I'm going to say something, and you might not agree with me, but dying in a house fire actually seems like it wouldn't be too bad because usually when people die, you pass out, and then you die from breathing in smoke, and you just you suffocate. Yeah. That's usually how, because the oxygen gets sucked up. But when someone pours gasoline on you and then lights you on fire, that's a horrific way to die. That might be, if I had to put together a top five list, that one's making it. And now with our top five worst ways to die. (laughs) It's Carol. It's Carol. (laughs) The cops even said this is honestly horrifying and the worst traumatic event that they had ever seen. Yeah. Aside from one particular car wreck. That's what one of the cops said. Yeah, I know. The police chief had to explain this was a horrific uh, scene. No shit, Sherlock! Seven people were burned alive. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking awful. We get it. Uh, Ace presents uh, five bucks. I believe that's Mint. Thank you, Mint. And thank you for everything you do and did for us uh, this past weekend in Philadelphia. It was great to see you. Love to you both. Now, this guy allegedly started the fire after he and the victims who all lived at the home got into an argument that escalated. What the argument was about has not been revealed, but this guy is also... What does that matter? Is there an argument that you'd be like, oh, okay, now I get it. He, the guy set all of his roommates on fire, including himself. You're like, yeah, but what were they arguing about? I don't care. Uh, that that, uh, that Tom Segura guy. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what would justify that. Kept behavior. bringing this woman who wouldn't shut up over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does he think? Brendan Schaub is funny or something? Like, what's the argument that would justify <laughs> what, it? Was Josh Potter over again? <laughs> just burn the whole fucking place down. Josh Potter. Who? Your buddy. Okay. All right. Let's move on to this one. Let's go to Indianapolis, Carl. Yes. A man who dressed as a service worker to trick older women into answering their doors before sexually assaulting them has been sentenced to more than 156 years in prison. Good. I like it. Daryl Goodlow pled guilty to eight felony rape charges in March in connection with the assaults on eight women from August 2020 to September 2021. 
Carl, his victims, a ra- ages ranged from 58 to 78 years old. Yes, these were all old women that he was finding out a way to trick them into letting them into their homes, and then he would rape them. This is crazy. This, this is this is brutal, and it gets worse. That he goes after the pussy that he shouldn't have to to steal. That was kind of my thought too, but I don't want to be an ageist and I don't want to judge. Oh, we know you're that. not an ageist. Yeah, that's true. You're what they call a fetishist. Oh, stop it. <laughs> he also pled guilty to a felony count of killing a domestic animal. Authorities said he killed a small dog belonging to three sisters, aged 67, 73, and 74, that he all tied up and raped in the same house at once. Is he trying to be the evilest guy ever? Like, literally, Vinny, if we had a debate of who's worse between Daryl and Hitler, there'd be a debate. We'd have an argument Wrong. over it. Everybody knows the answer is that guy who lived with you that was dripping pickle shit all over the That's place. That's true, yeah. That, that is the most evil Jesse. person. Jesse shocked. Jesse, you piece of shit. <laughs> So he said it's 156 and a half years. By the way, I should because this guy's been brought up before on the show. I mean, it's a deep pull, but Gavin from Buffalo was okay. my roommate who stuck me with Jesse for three months, and I'm still mad at him about that. That Remind was Gavin? Me. That was Gavin from Buffalo who did that to me. He was my roommate. Hmm. Fucking guy. Anyway, sorry. Move on. Either way, please uh, <laughs> say Goodlow acted as a utility or service worker. He knocked on the victim's doors, told them he needed to perform work in their homes or their backyard. Then he'd force his way inside. On multiple occasions, he blindfolded his victims as he sexually assaulted them. You just hide their glasses. They're all old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All the crimes took place on the east side of Indianapolis and in the city of Lawrence. Yeah, what a what a creep. All right, last story before we talk about what a creep I am. All right. Kent Washington, Carl. Oof. A man was charged on Friday for stalking homeless women, asking them for sex, and then shooting them multiple times. Yeah, that's the crazy part about this is how bad this guy is at killing people with a gun. You would think it would be easy. A homeless woman, you'd think... Yeah, I could probably take out a homeless woman with a gun. You know, a deer is tough. They get frightened easily. They run fast. But a homeless woman? I don't know. I like my odds on that one. This yeah. fucking guy. You know, not the most dangerous game. No. <laughs> not even close. Now, on Friday, detectives with the Kent State Police Department arrested 36-year-old James David Joseph at the airport while he was waiting to pick up his friends. He's now charged with two counts of first-degree attempted murder. According to the court documents, Algarian allegedly shot two homeless women multiple times on the night of April 14th, 2022. Investigators said he lured both victims into darkened areas, allegedly tried to have sex with them, even though there was no indication they were sex workers, and tried shooting them to death. Tried. Detectives say they, there was a delay in the investigation because they were unable to analyze Algarian's cell phone records. Once investigators obtained new software that would allow them to unlock his phone... They discovered a trove of evidence such as GPS tracking, text messages, and internet searches. You know who the biggest stool pigeon in the fucking world is? Who's that? The phone in your pocket. It's true. It's, it knows what you're up to. It sure does. These two attempted murders happened within 36 minutes of each other. Yes. The first shooting, April 14th, started at 11.01 p.m. Uh, officers responded to St. James St. Park. After someone called 911 saying they heard gunshots, they saw a red car leave the area. When they arrived, they found the victim laying on the ground with a gunshot wound in her chest and back. Sounds deadly. Shot her once in the front, once in the back. Yeah. Uh, She was immediately treated, taken to the hospital. Witnesses told police they heard a loud pop, uh, described what was going on, red light, red car drove away. 
Man inside the car had tinted windows, dark rims, and decals. She survived, was later interviewed by the cops. She told police she remembered being picked up by the suspect near a 7-Eleven. Okay. She said he had a handgun holstered on his right hip. At one point, the suspect revealed his genitalia. Mm. To her and asked her for sex. She told police she became disgusted and turned him down. So, all right. So So he's ugly too. So if you give it up, then the guy will eventually become a stalker and try to kill you in your home. And then if you don't give it up, they'll try to kill you right there. I, I'm I'm sorry, I'm Dick. I'm I'm siding on women for some reason here. It just seems like it's a no win scenario. Well, here's how she could have outsmarted him. Um, she couldn't have sh- been shot in her home because she didn't have one. That's a good point. That's right. How do you stock a homeless person? There Not it is. that easy, is it? You're gonna need <laughs> Which an... bridge is she under today? There's no way to know. You're going to need one of those Apple tags <laughs> if you're going to stock a homeless woman. Yeah. Good so point. after the cops looked through his phone, they uh, the, dra- the GPS tracking, he had driven home to a home very close by. They say they assume he went to equip himself with a 22, with another fucking AR-15. Yeah, got, got an AR-15, yeah. To hunt more homeless women. Yep. The second shooting at 11.37 p.m., Officers responded to the shooting at the corner of Railroad Street. Someone called 911 saying they found a woman who was laying in the road with multiple gunshots. When they showed up, uh, the victim with at least one gunshot went to the back of her head. Two gunshot roofs wounds at her buttocks and leg. You can't kill these people. He didn't know what end to shoot. Well, think about it. Remember that? You can't kill these people. You can't kill these fucking homeless people. Remember that <laughs> South Park episode where they're like zombies? Change. Yes. Change. This, this is yeah, like, I was in Philadelphia this weekend. Yes, exactly. These are these are like fucking zombies. You can't kill them. They just keep coming back. Like, God damn it. I shot her in the head. What else can I do? Authorities say they tried interviewing her in June 2022 after she had time to recover from her traumatic injuries, but she could not recall any important details. So yeah. way to go, honey. Now, Surveillance videos show the victim approaches car, stick her head inside, and quickly walk away. That's what prosecutors say Algarian allegedly fired two shots from his AR-15, both missing her. Okay. He then adjusts his aim to fire additional shots with one hitting her in the leg and the head. As she falls to the ground, the car stops near her lifeless body. Investigators believe th- this was Algarian attempting to ensure she was dead. Not a good job, dude. No. Detectives were able to obtain high-resolution photos of the car and discovered custom lettering on the sidewalls of the four tires. The writing appeared to have the words, My Token. Mm-hmm. One decal on the car's window read N7, which is associated with Mass Effect, and the other on the rear window was a white Mandalorian sticker. Oh, he's a Mandalorian fan. No wonder he's pissed off. I wish that I had that. makes a lot of sense. I wish I had <laughs> no wonder he's... I wish I had that little stinger. Bum, bum. Right there. Uh, now, according to court documents, detectives obtained by judicial authority uh, his real-time location data on his phone. They went through his text messages, and there was a conversation the night of the murders. Dude, if you're ever going to kill homeless people, don't text me. I don't want to be dragged into this, all right? The conversation starts with a news article reading, Arizona man arrested after 183 fo- frozen Animals allegedly found in a freezer, some believed to have been frozen alive. I remember that article. I also had that in my phone. Of course you did. <laughs> I, that's, what I was, that's all I was thinking about, too, is like, Vinny shares shit like this with me all the time. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, according to the court document, the conversation reads as this. If you need target practice, Algarin wrote back, time for murder. Person wrote back, I know nothing. Algarin wrote back, good. 
Get person says, I'm going to bed. Just give me a heads up when you're coming over in the morning. Algarin, when it's early, I'll aim to be ready by 6, 6.30 a.m. Algarin, all right. Algarin, watch my dogs if I don't come back. Algarin, just kick the door down, question mark. Algarin, you know nothing. Algarin, less homeless people. Now I know something. Now shouldn't have said that. I know something. Shouldn't have said that part. How about just see it tomorrow morning? Yeah. Let's just keep me in the dark on this one, huh? Yep. They showed up at his workplace, seized his phone in his car. The evidence from the phone was not obtained until after police received the new software. They keep bringing this up that they have this new software that could get past password-protected phones. I know. It's annoying. I don't the like that fuck? software. I'm not a fan of that software. He's being held on uh, two separate counts of attempted murder in the first degree with bail set at $1.5 million. Both women survived the attacks, as we said, but the victim who was shot in the head has life-changing injuries. Good! Or permanently affect her life. <laughs> her life should change. She's homeless. Well, she's in the system now. At least she's got a fucking roof. Yeah, exactly. All right. Life-changing is good for her. Hey, um, I thought, I saw an article as we were, you know, you sent me these links. and I Yeah, laid on me. And there was another one that said... Uh, you might know about this, but a teacher accused of having threesome with student posts gleeful pic to Instagram after avoiding jail time. And the reason why I picked up on this article is because this uh, Shelly DeFrensny, 32 years old, had sex with a 16-year-old boy and Rachel Respis, 24, who's also a teacher at that school. This kid had a threesome with two teachers at his school, a 16-year-old kid, after football practice. Holy shit! What a fucking make a movie about. Well, I think I have seen a movie. <laughs> now I think about yeah. it, I, think I've seen, I have seen this. Yeah, movie. it wasn't teachers though. It was the stepmothers. Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Holy shit! Wow, that what is, a that is something. Oh, else. they're not bad either. Look at those two. No, they're cute. Of course, they're always cute. Oh my god, I I would have a threesome with them if I was sixteen years old or agreed or forty five or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right, that's all I have. You're you're a pervert, Carl. I have more, Carl. Do you have those videos ready to go? I do. Okay. Okay. You so want to introduce this. Uh, well, let's talk about it before we do it. All right. So Vinny brought <laughs> with him to Philadelphia his semenology book. The book I have right here with me. I brought it with me yep. today. And th- now this is a book that teaches you how to make cocktails with a male ejaculate. Now this man who wrote this, Paul Foodie Fotenhauer. Is a creep. Yes, he's won the creep off. I won the creep <laughs> off bringing this man just for his art here. I believe it was Creepiest Chef because he also has uh, a, right. a book for cooking with cum as well. So it went on to the Wheel of Consequences that I had to buy this book and be seen reading in public. Yes. Well, last night on my way back to Rochester, I brought this book with me. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not want to be seen reading this yeah. in public. Yeah, no this shit. is. This this was one of... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I don't want to read a book about drinking cum in front of other people. Yeah, no kidding. I've done a lot of silly, stupid things for this show, and I've laughed it off, and I've had a good time. This one really made me nervous, and I didn't want to do it in a city like Philadelphia that has a reputation of getting you punched in the face. Sure. And I was thinking, there's where can I do this? Where can I do this? And I was like, you know what? Where are people just sitting reading books innocuously? The airport. Yeah. So luckily, our pal Tab was uh, flying out around the same time I was last oh, night. Oh, so you and, you and Mad Cucks were hanging out at the me airport? Me and Mad Cucks were chilling at the airport, and cool. he decided to help me out. And I sat in this chair that you could see on the screen yes. with the book pointed at people walking in my direction. <laughs> can, I, can I show the video? Well, I'm going to set this up because okay. this video is only like, uh, these are a couple of clips. There's 
a lot of footage of nothing, but there was two women who definitely reacted to this, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure everybody saw the good stuff. Okay. So here's the thing. It's a little quiet because uh, Mad Cox is filming this on his cell phone, but you will hear the woman say at the end, you have to listen for it. Okay. Jesus, did you see that? <laughs> that's exactly. Or she said, "It's exactly what you wanted to have." Happen. Did you see that, Jesus? But she said it very quietly, and they're talking over the thing. You got to listen okay. for it. Hit it. That guy in the blue hat sees it. He's looking at me. Orange shirt. Did you hear? Yep, did I you sure see did. That? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so that woman definitely saw it. Dude, what if you had gotten kicked out of the air bar? How fucking funny would that have been? If you'd missed your flight, that was the last place I wanted to do it to because yeah. I knew that was a possibility. Well, right. I mean, that, that's the last thing you want to do is get kicked out of an airport. And I can show suck. you the video. Pilots, stewardesses are walking past <laughs> yep, me yep, while this yep. is happening. Now, I ended this a little earlier than I wanted to because I was shamed so. Fucking hard by this old black lady. Oh. Carl. Interesting. She looked through me, uh-huh. through my soul, uh-huh. and made me feel so bad about what I was doing with a glance. Now, the I like second. You know, you're not supposed to judge. Everyone can do whatever. And then you read one little book about drinking cum and cocktails, and everyone gets all upset. Carl, yeah. she looked at me like, white boy needs Jesus, yeah. is what it was. And she's right. I physically, <laughs> she's right. If you watch the video, I physically react to her when she. Just watch it. Go ahead. Click this is airport the two. Okay. Yeah. She's uh, wearing a light blue shirt. She's coming up in just a second. Oh. There she is. She sees that shit. <laughs> and I just slumped over and immediately was like, oh no. I gotta watch that again. <laughs> I do not know how to define it. That woman physically made me so upset with myself. Well, she made you as embarrassed as you should be every day. Is this what shame is? Yes. Is this, this is it. Is? That's it right there. You just saw it. Okay, the third clip is me responding to that immediately because Tab came over laughing his ass <laughs> off because he saw it. Okay. Go ahead. This is me responding. I opened it up. People like read it and they all were like, oh, they had the funniest one. That was my consequence. That was my consequence. There it is. I thought you were going to go to like the the stairs from Rocky and the Liberty Bell and a gay bar. I had asked for people's help in getting around the city to do that. Yes. And nobody involved with the show seemed interested in hanging out or being around me. Yeah, that, that story checks out. So I just had to kind of You went to the, the baseball game yesterday? I did, but How I went that? with a friend, and I didn't want to bring this into my friend's world. That would have been a wrong decision. What do you mean? He has to suffer the consequences just like everyone else does. I did get, I did go to the baseball game, and I was reprimanded heavily. Oh, what happened? Oh, I got. You teased. I us had spoken to. I, I did not know the story. All right. Okay, so I'm just gonna put it this way, guys. I was riding pretty loaded all day yesterday. Okay. All day long, I was a fucking wreck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not gonna get into what was happening, but I was a wreck. And I get to the game. Were there were there many treats going on by any chance? Yep. Yep. Okay. 
<laughs> people might know what that means. So I'm at the baseball game, and he's talking. I haven't seen my friend John in 10 years. Yeah. This was a ride-or-die buddy, and we're catching up on so much shit. Cool. And we, I started telling him a story about uh, a cancer kid and a professional wrestler who did something very bad to the cancer kid that I witnessed. Yeah. I've told you that story, and yeah. I'm not going to tell you who it is because it'll be a big problem if I start spilling the beans on this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling him the story. You and would I'm know going, the name, that's for sure. Oh, you would. And I'm sitting there telling John the story, and apparently I was using too colorful language. I was sitting there going, and this fucking kid is fucking dying right in front of me. He's melted his fucking face. I sounded like are Kevin you, Brennan. Are you sitting at the baseball game? I am like standing. Uh, like we just bought standing tickets to wander around. Okay. So we were standing at like a bar thing that was facing the field that okay. you could just lean so up. So there's people all around you watching. All the around game. me. Yeah. There is a security guard to the left of me, and apparently a whole lot of kids right Jesus in the row. Man. You know what this reminds me of? Sebastian Bach, Skid Row singer, <laughs> ran into like Gary Delabate okay. at like a Mets game. Okay. And Gary told the story on the Howard Stern show, but. Sebastian Bach's a loud dude. He's the lead singer. He's a vocalist. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck, Gary? What the fuck's going on, bro? And he's like just screaming. And there's like children everywhere. And Gary's like, oh, God, what are you doing? So That's what this sounds like you did here. John and I were looking at each other. And I'm telling him the story. And I'm like, and then this fucking guy. And I mean, there was a lot of swearing. Yeah. And I'm tapped on the shoulder. Uh-huh. And I turned around. And the security guard is right there. And he's this old guy. And he goes, sir. There are a lot of reasons why you need to stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> I love this security guy. There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> wanted, what he opened with. Don't into his Venmo. Did you get his Venmo by any chance? I love this guy. And I looked at him, and I processed what was happening, and I looked forward, and there was a man, this fucking pussy bitch, standing there doing earmuffs over his kid's ears <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> That's hilarious. How, how bad did you feel? At, at a point? fucking Philadelphia sporting event? I'm the problem? I actually, <laughs> I actually feel bad for you. That is so embarrassing. Dude, John was like, and he looked and he said, and the kids, they were just, there was a bunch of them in a row, but the one dad had the earmuffs over his kid's head. Imagine if like that, that's like that kid's hero that you were talking about, that pro wrestler. And the kid's hearing the story. He's just like, oh, is this true, dad? Well, he's one of mine. Yeah. Don't listen to the crazy man screaming at his friend. Oh, my God. Wow. Dude, that, that happened. I got lectured. So I was dressed down with a black woman's eyes. Yep. <laughs> she sure showed me. I felt very bad. Oh, also, we should mention that... Um, Nick Ricada took uh, your spot on one of the shows that we did on, on Saturday night, and you were none too happy about that. Vinny, you had a bad weekend, I feel like. Thanks for the help with that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm running a show. I don't know what's going on. What do you want me to do? You're the one who made the schedule. I know. And I sent it to everyone. And you didn't go, Nick, what are you still doing out here? Listen, man, I'm, I, we're all adults, you know? You know, I talked to him, yeah. and I was very nice, uh-huh. but... I was very angry for a little yeah, while. Yeah, because you there. had to listen to a uh, Fat Lip podcast, which is annoying to begin with. And uh, so I was did, supposed to be homework. on. I was supposed to be on the yep. TDS WATP crossover. I did all my homework. Patrick, which makes Michael, sense because Vinny has been on a crossover show before. So right. I thought that would make sense. You know, Sean, right. the audio engineer, isn't there. We'll get Vinny on. So the schedule was the Creep Off Biggest Problem crossover, mm-hmm. the TDS 
WATP crossover and then whatever the close was going to be. Yeah. Those were the only three parts of the actual show I was supposed to be on. Right. I did stand up at the beginning. Yes. I come out and do the creep off thing and I was sitting in producer Chris's seat where his computer and everything was. Yeah. Nick was sitting next to me. Right. So the segment ends and I'm sitting there and waiting for Nick and I'm like, I tap him on the shoulder. And I'm like, I just kind of was like, hey. And he's like, what? And I go, uh, I believe I said, he says he heard me say, are you supposed to be on this right now? Mm-hmm. But I think I said, I don't think you're supposed to be out here right now. Either way, that you're, that's the message is getting yeah. crossed. And I would assume that the lawyer probably has better memory than I do of probably. what he thinks I heard. So yeah. whatever. But if that did not process with Nick. And he just turned around and looked the other way. Yeah. And just kept going with the thing. Yeah. And Chris was standing behind me. God bless him. With his great hair and puppy dog eyes. Yep. He's, like, he's just like, what do you want from me, man? He's just like, Vin, Vin you're in my, in my seat, yeah. man. Like, I got to be for this segment. He's got his drops. And I literally was fucking cucked off of the fucking show. <laughs> I got fucking cucked off the show. By the way, I didn't know any of this was going on because I'm, you know, running our theme song and ready to, you know, I got, I got my stuff that I'm doing. So after the show, but he goes up to me and it was not too thrilled about What did that. I say? What were my words? I don't want to say. You don't want to say? I don't want to say. I like Nick. I like taking out with I'm Nick. I'm fine with I Nick. I don't get to see him. I'm fine. Nick and I are often. fine. I understand miscommunications happen, <laughs> but I said, fucking Nick took my fucking chair. Yeah. And your words were, yeah, what happened? Yeah. Well, listen, man. I just got done with a three-hour show. By the way, that was yeah. the other thing that Dick was talking about. What's that? The other thing that Dick was talking about with uh, Sean last night on the Dick show is um, it's the show's too long. And I, I felt that, too. And that's on me. Because I'm the one who put together the whole rundown and put together the whole order of everything. Um, I had an entire Patrick Michael segment we did not even get to. Yeah. Because let's do it right now. Well, I could. Because <laughs> um, literally, I look over at Dick after we do the fat lap thing. Yeah. Because we're in the middle of our TDS WTP crossover. I look over at Dick and I go, you know what it's time to do now? Thinking I'm going to hit the don't tell me you don't like my show drop. Yeah. And he goes, biggest problem audience questions? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yes. You know what? Because it is, we're three hours into the show. I'm going to try to do another segment, try to keep people's attention span. They've been here an hour and a half since before. Yeah. Some, a lot of the people had been there two and a half hours before the show started. Mm-hmm. And they're all just sitting there very restless. So it was time to move on. So that's something you I know, learned too much. You know, I, I was prepping all day Friday and Saturday. Because everyone else was just having a good old time. I'm fucking working. I did and the I, work. I, I did too much. I did the work. I know. So it's one of those things where Carl. does something that I think is very unique to a lot of people who produce live shows. A lot of people plan during the week. Yes. Carl does not. I do not. Carl wants the the freshest content he could get. That too, yep. Especially when he's doing like old, old clips of Stuttering John. He wants to have the freshest material he could have prepared the day before the event. So everybody has to (laughs) work on the the WATP. Fuck you! I'm I just, all I, right. I see what you're, I see what you're right. doing there. I like it to be fresh in my mind. Plus, I was I had a prep for WATS, which I did from our Airbnb. Work, 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 work. It's all I ever do. Yeah. It's all the, I ever do, Vinny. Yeah, the little German ant says work, 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 work. I have not eaten anything today. i got to go get some food. Okay. Well, I was going to do voicemails, but you know what? Oh. We're not doing voicemails today. All right, yeah, let's save them. Yeah, we'll save them for next week. This, this has been, been a long episode. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. 
And uh, sorry, it wasn't a normal creep up, but I actually think it was pretty fun. I, I, I think this is going to be a banger. We're going to be back on Wednesday. I have invited Tab to join us on a oh, Wednesday morning, great. so he might be here with us this week. So do we want to continue, by the way? I guess this is the question I wanted to ask you, Carl. Do we want to continue doing the freebies on Wednesday? I don't know. Because I'm thinking maybe once a month we do a freebie as a okay. preview. I th- that's what I thought we were doing. I didn't realize it. I, I just wanted to do that one time and see what happened. But okay. uh, let's talk about it after this. Okay. So if you uh, want to see the bonus episodes, you can support the show on Patreon, backed by and super. What the fuck is that one? Supercast? Supercast, yeah. Supercast. Also, uh, you'll be happy to hear this. I got a, a note from someone on our Patreon, the WATP Patreon, saying um, it's, it's been the same shit for two years. I'm out of here. And I'm going to go uh, subscribe to Creep Off. Hey. Like, All right. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> appreciate it. You get four bonus shows a month when you subscribe to this one. All so right. yeah. we have a lot of fun over there. Good and stuff. Uh, hope you will join us. Until next time, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. I'm not going to tell you guys which wrestler it was.